Hello and welcome to another caffeine-filled episode of The Spells We Tell Ourselves, where I sit here in front of a computer and talk about witchy things and drink coffee. It's a great time. Come on over. We'll make a pot together. And today we're going to talk about homestead witchery. So with homestead witchery, what I mean by this is if you have followed me for a while on Instagram, then you have already seen that I practice witchcraft in some way. And also you might be a part of my broadcast channel called Homestead Witchery. So what is Homestead Witchery? What do I mean by Homestead Witchery? Homestead Witchery is because I consider myself to be a kitchen witch. There are lots of different types of witches. They, we all do something in a different way. Mine, yes, is a very eclectic manner. I do use things like plants and herbs, which is very kitchen witch, very kitchen witch to use those things. But I also mix in tarot and other divination and astrology and lunar, lunar magic. And like, I do a whole bunch of other things aside from just the typical kitchen witchery stuff. But what I am going to talk about for today's episode is specifically about homestead witchery, kitchen witchery, however you want to call it. Um, I've seen several different names about it. Some people call it differently, but here is my definition of homestead witchery. And I just hit my microphone, so I am sorry. Again, I am doing my best. Anyway, so my definition of homestead witchery is doing rituals and practices in order to make your family, friends, guests feel welcome and safe within your home. Basically, whatever you are doing for your practice, you want it to invoke a certain emotion for the people who are also in your home with you. Of course, this does go into the flip side of, you know, making people get the fuck out because they have overstayed their welcome. And we'll get into it. So with we, when we keep it in mind of we want the people in our houses to feel a certain way, we want people to feel a certain way when they eat their food. Like when I make breakfast in the morning, I am setting the intention of making us feel confident and strong and protected as we go throughout our day instead of just like willy-nilly and, oh, I'm just such in a rush and I'm making breakfast because I have to make breakfast. Like, no, that's never my goal. So for homestead witchery, what I am going to do is I'm going to be very intentional about the way that I make my food. For instance, you can make any recipe a ritual if you are willing to put in the intention and the effort. Let's think about it. You're making a soup, right? You have your meat, potatoes, carrots. Maybe you're putting in beans. Maybe you're using rice. Maybe you're using whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. That part doesn't matter. Now, think about the herbs you're using to make this soup. It's a cool fall day. Those are right, those are right around the corner, aren't those? Aren't they? So it's a cool fall day. You have people coming over. You want to make a soup. How do you want them to feel on that day? Maybe you want them to feel welcome. Maybe you want them to feel warm. Maybe you want them to feel safe. 
Maybe you want them to leave your house feeling lucky or being able to attract things. Like if you are inviting your friend over who has had a really rough couple of months and you need to throw something together where they might be feeling a little bit lucky at the end of it, then those are the kinds of herbs that you are going to use. So rule of thumb, here are a couple of basics. Rosemary is for protection. Basil is for luck. Peppercorns, like the whole peppercorns that you grind yourself, are good for raising vibration. And also it's warming. Turmeric, chili powder, red pepper flakes, any of those things are going to give you a warming effect because like, duh, they're spicy. And you are able to put these into your soup as you are cooking it and set the intention of, I want all who eat the soup to feel warm and welcome and safe within my home. I invite everybody who chased this soup to use the sage to keep them safe and use the rosemary to keep them protected and use the peppercorn to banish evil and raise their vibrations so they are divinely protected. You can start to think of it as every time you are cooking, you are casting a spell, or at least that's how I do it. And the same thing can go along with teas. So like your friend comes over and they just got dumped. Maybe you're making a tea out of rose and oranges, which are both ones that can attract love and also promote self-love within themselves. So we are able to put our intention into everything that we do and you can find it within the recipe that you are using if you are willing to do the research behind it. And I feel like I need to do a herbal spooky season course on this. Um, So, and it doesn't even just have to be with food. What about the types of candles you're burning in your house? I am very much a candles person. Like I always have a candle going at any time. Um, Like the smell of coffee promotes relaxation. So a coffee candle when you're feeling stressed is going to make you feel energized and a little bit relaxed. Lavender is also good for relaxation. I feel like everybody knows that, but I'm going to just reiterate it. Um, Rose makes you feel love. um, And you're able to kind of just like, and I also want to say here, take all this with a grain of salt because some people are going to react differently than others, such as I'm, re- I'm allergic to lavender. Like, lavender is never going to make me feel relaxed. I am always going to be like, mm, I don't know. I feel like I might get hives from this if I have, if I can smell lavender. So obviously, that's not going to be one for me. Vanilla makes me feel relaxed. Vanilla can invoke many different types of emotions. Some people think of it as energy because when I smell a vanilla candle burning, I'm probably going to think about cookies. And for some people... That could be energizing for other people like me. Maybe they are thinking about making cookies with their parents or their grandparents and it just makes them feel loved and relaxed and kind of at home. So, and actually, I, that is actually, isn't that a tip that realtors will use when they have a showing? They'll make cookies or they'll just boil some drops of vanilla extract in water so that way it smells like cookies are making and then that way people will want to buy the house more. I feel like that's a tip that I've heard somewhere for realtors. Anyway, (laughs) getting off the subject, I guess that's homestead witchery, right? They're invoking the feeling of home within a house that they're trying to sell so that way people will want to buy it more and make it into their own home. So yeah, that's homestead witchery. 
Real estate agents are using homestead witchery. There we go. I said it. Um, You can also use flowers and color as a way to invoke feelings within your home. Um, So like you can even get like super intentional here and look at paint colors and look at color theory like blue and green are typically those that are calming. Um, Red and yellow are like your hunger colors. Um, And that's why McDonald's uses it. So it depends on how deep that you want to get into this. For me personally, I use plants, flowers, and spices in my, and also like cooking for my homestead witchery. Um, And then I also want to highlight the idea of a kitchen altar. So I have two altars. I have one altar that lives in my office. And if you guys have ever looked behind me on my stories or in some of my reels, you can see my regular altar to my deities in my office in the background. So I have that one. And then I have a second altar in the kitchen. In one of my windowsills, I have an altar there. And I've actually put that in the broadcast channel for Homestead Witchery. This altar is specifically to honor the house. So I I've named my house like 1800 style named my house. And I think that's something everybody should do. If you are interested in homestead witchery, give your house a name. So with homestead witchery, give your house a name. So my house is Dandelion Villa because we have a shitload of dandelions here in early summer. And I then use those dandelions to make dandelion syrup. And I use dandelion greens. And that's another homestead witchery thing is using what naturally grows on your land in order to feed your family. Um, So you can see how it kind of gets all related here. Anyway, I have made an altar specifically for dandelion villa in my kitchen. Here's what's in it. We have a candle. It's a red candle, an orange cactus flower, a couple of carnelian stones, a plant. It's a little air plant that has a skeleton style, um, a little vase holder. It's an air plant, so I don't want to say it's a pot, but you know what I mean. Um, and then there's also a couple of feathers that I found on the property and my partner has added a bird skull into the mix because he found it. uh, He found a dead bird on our property and added the skull. Um, So again, honoring the spirits of the things that have lived and died on this property. Um, And we specifically will talk, like I talk to my house and that's very much a homestead witchery kind of activity where I just talk to my house And I ask my house what it wants and I ask my house what it needs. And I ask my house about like, okay, what do you think about this simmer pot? So I'll get to simmer pots and I'm in a moment. Um, But I like to talk to my house and I like to talk to the spirits and the energy that is a part of this house because there is more to this house than just wood and screws and nails and brick. Like there is so much that goes into your house to make it feel like a home. And that is the point of homestead witchery is to make every energy in your house feel homey and safe and loving. So 
If you are interested in those things, let's start a homestead witchery practice. And your little altar in your kitchen, like mine is just on a windowsill. It's on part of a windowsill and I talk to the land spirits by working with that altar. I leave it offerings on the solstices and equinoxes and other pagan holidays. I will just leave it random stuff. Like if I, if I find another feather on the property, I'll put it in there because that's where it belongs. It belongs with the rest of the spirits of this house. So here at Dandelion Villa, I have accepted the spirit that lives in this house, and as long as it doesn't cause harm or doesn't want to mess with my family, it can stay, and we have come to that understanding. So um, let's talk about simmer pots, because simmer parts is another part of it. You don't necessarily have to cook in order to invoke a certain emotion. I love a cinnamon citrus simmer pot on a cool fall day. And this is really great for just like that feeling of coziness, you know? So again, um, oh, you have probably seen me blow cinnamon through my door on the first of every month. And that is because cinnamon is for luck and abundance. Cinnamon and citrus is very much promoting luck and abundance to flow throughout my house by doing a simmer pot and also like for us to feel warm and loved and cozy within the house. Um, simmer pots are generally like when I make the citrus and cinnamon one, I put whole cinnamon sticks, um, orange peels, maybe little pieces of orange, depending on if I have any or if I've eaten all the orange. Um, lemon peels, like whatever little scraps you have, you can throw those into the simmer pot. Apples also re work really well for the fall since apple picking season is upon us. So that way you have them on hand. You basically want it to be whatever you have on hand. If you are looking for one that is specific for luck and abundance, I would say, um, Oh, and pro or for protection or something like sage and rosemary are really strong protectives. Um, as I said, basil is good for luck. Cinnamon is good for luck. It all depends on what you are trying to do for your house. Um, so like on Halloween, I will probably do one that is more protection based full of rosemary and sage because Halloween, Samhain, like that's when our veil is thin. So I'm going to want this house to be protected. Um, and then as far as getting people to get the fuck out of your house when you have had enough of them, homestead witchery tip. Find your broom, turn it upside down. You don't even have to put it in view of your guests, but I am telling you, if you turn that broom upside down, your guests are going to start saying their goodbyes relatively quickly. And that is, I don't, I don't know the magic behind it, but I am telling you that broom upside down is the signal to get the fuck out. And also another thing about your broom, don't when you move, don't bring your broom with you, throw it out, leave it behind, whatever. Just don't bring your broom with you. You are essentially, when you are sweeping your house, you are stirring up dust, dog hair, and energy that belongs to that house. When you move, you don't want to take any of the energy from your current house and bring it with you into your new place. So like if we move from Dandelion Villa, 
I am not going to bring my broom that we currently have with me. Honestly, it'll probably end up just staying here in the basement. So to whoever owns Dandelion Villa after me, it's yours. It can stay. So that is my hot take on Homestead Witchery. Um, if you are ever interested, we can totally collaborate and make a witchy cookbook because that is something that I would truly love to do someday is to make a witchy cookbook. Um, other than that, so recap, we are using our houses in order to make our friends and family and loved ones feel a certain way when they come in here. We are using food, um, me personally, I love using stews and chili in or in a form of witchcraft. So food spells are my jam. And overall, just invoking feelings, whether it's for from food, simmer pots, and then of course, having a little kitchen altar and talk to your house. You can talk to your house even without doing any of these other things that I've talked about here in this episode. So I love you all very much and I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you <gasps> guys. Happy one year to the spells we tell ourselves. How amazing is this? Um, so looking at year two, I would love for you guys to let me know what you want to hear. I'm kind of loving this um, pivot into talking about different ways to use witchcraft in your everyday lives. Um, so if you have any specific topics that you would like for me to cover in that vein, please let me know. I would love to hear about it. Um, and merch is going to be dropping on September 1st. Get excited. That is also when our next episode comes out. And of course, I will be doing a blue moon special uh, for the next full moon in Pisces happening on the 30th. So keep your eye out for all of that. And um, yeah, so cover art was made by yours truly. The intro song is by Star Fury. It is called Dream World and you can find their SoundCloud link in the description below. Have a great week and bye-bye.